1: again my god do people not know i'm at work the garner andrews show with bryce kelly podcast is it the weekend (laughs) (laughs) tgif i'm allergic to work (laughs) my name's garner that's bryce kelly here again in your earbuds Man, oh man, I feel ill prepared. So do I. But it's Friday morning, and we're just trying to get out of here as quickly as possible. We're doing recommendations on Fridays now. Reco Fridays. Oh, that's what I'll call it. I hate it when people shorten words. That how much did, how much time did you just <laughs> save yourself by? What did you you drop two syllables? Recommendation, two or Reco- three. Yeah. It's like, what are you going to do with that extra time, Bryce? I don't know. Maybe I'll cure cancer. Maybe. Solve world hunger. The one that gets to me so bad is, I can't even bring myself to say it when people shorten delicious. Oh, that's delish. Oh, God, I hate that. You're eliminating one syllable, and it's a simple syllable-ish. That's easy to say.
0: I think the one that grinds mine is uh, rezo. Yeah. Call that restaurant. We need need a rezo for 7 o'clock.
1: If- I was working in a restaurant and you called and asked for a rezzo, I would just do that move where I just kind of fake my pen in the air and I would not make your rezo. And then you'd show up with your best girl or your date and you would have no reservation.
0: Either don't get your reservation or they put you at the table right by the bathroom.
1: Yeah. It would be, I don't know which one I'd choose, but anyway. So recommendations, not recos. Uh, we, what do you have? It was a light week. I
0: really haven't seen much that knocked my socks off. Although, uh, me and my best girl. So I'll recommend something that's older Mm -hmm. that maybe a lot of people have already seen. But uh, I'd seen the first handful of episodes a few years ago, but there's a couple seasons I haven't seen. And my best girl has seen zero of it. We started watching Afterlife with Ricky Gervais. Yes. And uh, I forgot most of it. And we're a few episodes in and I'm dying. Every episode I'm howling. And if you've never seen it, it's a really, it's a dark comedy. It, But it's got so much heart. It does. So the story is that Ricky Gervais, his wife recently passed away from cancer, and he's completely stricken with grief and depression and really wants to take his own life. And because he's at this point in his depression, he no longer cares about anything. Yeah. And will just say anything to anyone He has no filter whatsoever.
1: When he walks past that kid in the playground.
0: That first episode. (laughs) What I love about it is because I I love Ricky Gervais is brilliant. Yes. You have to admire his comedy. Um, And so much of this show is based on his real personality in that. The only reason he hasn't taken his life, at least so far in the series, is because of his dog.
1: Yeah, who would look after his dog.
0: Is because of his dog. And in real life, he's a huge dog lover. Yeah. Uh, He talks openly in the show about they didn't want kids because kids are just irritating. Yeah. I think he actually feels that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, His liberal use of the C word.
1: (laughs) Which, that scene that I just talked about where he walks past that schoolyard and (laughs) this kid... (laughs) It's not spoiling, is it? No. The kid yells, hey, pedo, calls him a pedo. <laughs> and what he says to that kid, it was like, I clutched my pearls. <laughs> I'm like, oh,
2: my God. Pedo. What? Pedo. I'm not a pedo. And if I was, you'd be safe with tubby little ginger. Oh, Holy cow, I
1: not so it So how does together. that go? So when the kid gets booked, when he gets that job to be on Afterlife and he gets a copy of his script, Oh, my and God. What Do his parents go, no, I'm not sending my kid to work that day so he can be called that.
0: To have Ricky Gervais <laughs> drop a C-bomb on him.
1: And do something Ooh. really hurtful, like <laughs> call him out about his weight, too. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mom and dad, I like, think, are standing
1: right behind the camera, like, oh, oh here Bravo. you go, sweetie. It's his big shot it's stardom. But that is, I've, I've watched all the seasons, and it's done. I love the way he does shows where it's like, no, there will be no more. This is it. And they, it's one of my all time favorite series. It is it is a roller coaster ride because you're laughing, and then I don't know, maybe somebody's cutting onions in the other room. Yeah, and it
0: gets very serious. He, he drops pearls of wisdom all the time, yeah, too. He's, he's a smart brilliant. guy. Yeah. And yeah, it's three seasons, six episodes per season, 25 minutes
1: each. Yeah, like it's really short. They, he does TV right. Like, he's got it dialed in. He's got it figured out. And he has a couple other shows too, doesn't he? Well, that's going to be my recommendation now. I'm going to throw up the one I was going to tell you about. It's sitting right over there in that sealed envelope. Okay. But I'm going to recommend one of his other shows. It's called Derek. And he plays the – he's the caretaker, the maintenance man in a senior's home. And it's brilliant as well it is, and full of wisdom and laughs. Not many C-words, though. Oh, okay. (laughs) From what I recall. But that's another great Ricky Gervais series. And his stand-up special, Humanity. Have you ever watched that? I have. Holy crap. Where he explains to you why you're not really offended or upset. Like, he explains basically cancel culture and how it works.
0: And he was doing that, and that was a few years ago he did that. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a great one. Humanity, Derek an afterlife. And I've listened to interviews
0: of that guy, and I think wherever he lives in England, he he's obviously done very well for himself, but apparently he just walks around town. You can see him just walking down the side of the road, yeah. walking his dogs or Eating whatever. Eating an ice cream cone. <laughs> he just, he's very comfortable just being out and about.
1: Yeah, I like that guy.
0: He's pretty interesting.
2: The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
1: Shame and humiliation, is that the theme of the show today?
0: It's kind of the theme of my life, it feels like. but yes, Yeah, it
1: kind of is, isn't it?
0: Today, yeah. Plunger Talk made a roaring
1: comeback. That is, By the way, if you are downloading this podcast, our number one most downloaded podcast is the one from, I don't even know when that was from. Six months ago, a year ago? I can't even keep track. And I think it's called, is it called Plunger Chat? Something like that. The, the name of the episode is Plunger Chat. It is by far the biggest download we've ever seen.
0: Like we just talked about how why is it so shameful to buy a new plunger from the store? Yeah. And uh, that topic came back today, and then it kind of led into more shame stories, specifically about gas pumps and driving away with the pump still in your car.
1: Oh, and my most shameful story ever, the time I tore a stall door off of a public washroom toilet stall. <laughs> well, a guy was in it. Oh, my God. Ooh. Oh, yes, this is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Whoa. I always laugh at these OMG Garner guess what I had to do yesterday I had to go buy a and then all caps plunger you thought buying toilet paper is embarrassing LOL yeah we've um, we've had many a discussion on this show about the toilet plunger as a matter of fact too um, the most downloaded episode of our podcast in history is the one where we discuss plungers Plunger chat. I think that's what the podcast is called. I kid you not. That thing got massive downloads. Uh, and the one thing too, whoever you are, I, I'm sorry you had to go buy a new plunger. But the, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, why don't they package plungers in cardboard boxes that say, I you don't know, big letters on fire extinguisher or food bank donation, something that looks like you're buying something. To protect your loved ones or help out the vulnerable. Because when you're standing in line to buy a plunger, everyone in the store is looking at you and they're judging. They're like, oh boy, that guy did something so nasty to his toilet. He had to make an emergency trip to the grocery store or even worse they're like that guy did something so nasty to his toilet he had to make an emergency trip to the grocery store to buy a new plunger because his old plunger wasn't heavy duty enough to handle the task or he wore his old plunger out they start creating this horrible backstory for you and that's one of those things too that i don't know next time you have friends coming over and they're like hey what can we bring you'd be like uh, just bring a bottle of wine, and uh, if you want to pick up a plunger, that'd be great. Send your friends on the mission to buy the plunger so you don't have to do that. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. That is our most downloaded episode of our podcast,
0: right? It is, yeah, yeah. It, where we discussed exactly what you were talking about earlier about the, the
1: shame in buying a plunger. Yes, and why can't they package them to look like, I don't know, like I say, like a box that says... in food bank donation, so you look like a hero and not a loser that destroyed a toilet.
0: I think we had the idea at the time of, like, Home Depot should have a separate side entrance, like a discreet, mm. like you see for those uh, certain massage parlors where they have a... A discreet gentleman's entrance. Yeah, in the, in the back, where you yeah. can go in and get anything related to toilets. Yeah. even just buying a new toilet, people are like, ooh, boy, why does he need that? Buying a new toilet seat, that's brutal. Anything to do with a toilet involves so much shame. Toilet paper, uh, even the the brush to clean it. Even buying like the toilet duck, the cleaner, you're you're like, oh my God, he has to clean his toilet?
1: Wow, he's dirty. (laughs) So I think I maybe, uh, I don't want to say maybe I'm deserving of a Nobel or anything, but the idea... You plan. You invite some people over for dinner, and then they shoot you a text on their way, and they're like, hey, what can we bring? Can we stop at the grocery? Yes, bring a bottle of wine and a plunger. That way they bring you the plunger. They face the shame and the humiliation of having to stand in line with it. You don't have to. So next time somebody says, what can we bring, instead of responding with just yourselves, tell them to bring a plunger. It's just good thinking. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This is from Jen try buying a drain snake because the plunger won't work and the actual thing was a piece of cauliflower. (laughs) Again, anything to do with the toilet. Oh boy. It just brings great shame. Look at them coming in. I think we could probably do plunger chat part two on the podcast. People have a lot of thoughts on plungers. We weren't even going to talk about this here. We were going to talk about the... um, (laughs) Do you have that... Yeah, speaking of shame
0: and humiliation... Yeah. Have you ever done that? I never have. I've never seen it happen, but I know it does. It happened to somebody very close to me. I uh, opened up Twitter and saw that yesterday, apparently the fire department had to respond to what looked like a gas pump fire. Mm, Those are the worst. At the Petro Canada just over here on Calgary Trail in Argyle. Yeah. And it appears to have been caused by someone driving away with a nozzle still in their gas tank. It looks like it it worked out. They managed to get everything under control, which is good. Because a fire at a gas station is rarely a good thing. No, like nine times out of ten, it's bad. But driving away with that thing still in your...
1: It it would just make a horrible racket
0: as it breaks away from the pump. Like, they design it so it can't snap if it has to. Yeah. But, uh, oh boy. Yeah, you're right. It probably makes a huge... And it should. Yeah.
1: Just so other people's, Because you should feel some shame for that. I don't think that you should be eight blocks away and somebody sitting at a red light and somebody has to come tap on your window go hey by the way you're dragging the gas station hose like you should notice that <laughs> oh it's not geez. like your extension cord that you drag around all winter
0: there wouldn't be a hole deep enough for me to dive into no oh i would be so embarrassed
1: anyway has that happened to you i want to know uh, can you call the show and just recreate the horrible sound that it made when it broke off of the pump i want you to recreate recreate that sound with your mouth And uh, also regale us with the tale of the shame and the humiliation that was associated with it. And do you have to buy a new gas pump? Yeah, do they charge you? I would have to think they would. Do you get to keep the broken gas pump? If you're buying a new gas handle, a new pump handle, yes, you get to keep the... Why wouldn't you get to keep that? I'd want the broken one.
0: Yeah. I feel enough shame when I forget which side of the (laughs) car my gas tank thing
1: is on and i have to either pull it over my car or drive around circle back don't ever pull it over the roof of your car well it depends on what you drive if you drive a small car it'll work but if you drive anything bigger than a mid-size suv it's so cumbersome and awkward and it's like you have to stand there and hold it upside down and uh Just don't do it, it there's so back. much shame <laughs> do lap the block and uh, come back in a different outfit so nobody <laughs> recognizes you.
2: The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast.
1: Bryce Kelly is here right now. Bryce, there's something you want to get off your chest? Yeah, I need to
0: uh, call off the dogs. I appreciate everybody who texted in because earlier I mentioned just the shame you feel even when you zone out and pull up at the pump on the wrong side of your car. Yeah, you're at the wrong side. The tank's on the other side. Yeah. And about ooh ten million people texted and said, um, you know, there's an arrow. On your dash that points to which side. I know. I know. But sometimes you're just not paying attention or Yeah. Well, when you got a new car, you said your other car on my last car that I drove yeah. for seven years, it was on the driver's side, but my new car it's on the passenger side. And so just sometimes instinctually, yeah. I just pull up to the wrong side. I'm not paying close I'm not looking at my dash.
1: Sometimes I'll go fill my wife's car up and hers is on the passenger side, mine's on the driver's side. So there's been a time or two where I've come this close to pulling up, but I've always caught myself in time, so no shame. I didn't have to run the, I didn't have to pull the hose over top of the vehicle. It's like a shame curtain. It is. It's like a beacon <laughs> that just blasts a beam of shame light into the sky. Like I, I
0: do appreciate everyone who texted in, but it's yeah. so many people texted it in.
1: I know. Uh, you, but you've never driven away with the uh, pump handle in your car. That's good. No, thank God. Someone, I can't find it now. Huh. Oh, this is from Tracy. Is driving around with your fuel door wide open the first warning sign that you have the potential to drive away with the pump handle? I've been leaving that little door open quite a bit lately. Yes, Tracy. Uh, you have successfully completed step one. You're about to level up to driving away with the pump handle. Yeah, you got to shake off the uh, cobwebs. Uh huh. I can't believe... I enjoy TikTok from time to time,
0: but there are people in there that I don't know what bubble they grew up in. The number of people who just realized that some gas pumps have a little thing that you can click in and it'll just pump for you. You don't have to hold the handle. Oh, yeah. Or other people that realize there's a little, some of the little doors for your gas,
1: you can place your gas cap on it. Yeah. To hold it. Yeah. Uh, Oh, when my aunt first became a cop, she would panic when calls came in. Once she left the gas station with the pump still attached, oh. <laughs> a couple of weeks later went into the A&W drive-thru on the exit side, both while in her police cruiser. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, that is... Ah, that's a tough one to walk off.
0: To do that in your work car is bears, yeah. To have to reverse out of the drive-thru because <laughs> you went in the wrong way?
1: Uh, do you When you reverse out, lights and siren, or do you... You have to, because then yeah. people oh, my God, it's an emergency. Yeah. That's how I play it off as an emergency. You're listening to The Gardner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, we were talking about plungers earlier today, Bryce. Remember that? Uh, can't uh, talk enough about plungers. Everybody wants to talk about plungers. I don't get it. This one. Uh, one time I was in a hotel and I needed a plunger. I was hesitant to call the front desk, but I had to. Five minutes later, a very attractive girl knocked on my door with a plunger. The worst, Matt. Oof. (laughs) That's rough. No, I think the worst would be calling the front desk for sheets at 3 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) I I don't know if I've ever been to a wedding where they're
0: talking about how the bride and groom met, and they're like, well, she was a concierge at a fancy downtown hotel. He had had some bad sushi.
1: It
0: was love at first sight.
1: Uh, We should be in charge Uh, God, that'd be a dream gig. We should be in charge of writing the the meat cute backstories for rom com characters. Like, she was an ER doctor. He was a lonely man curious about cucumbers. That's a horrible example. But she took over her small
0: town hotel. He tried the sushi, which wasn't so fresh in Iowa.
1: Wanna try again? Oh boy. I'm out of ideas. I just had the one about the cucumber. Oh, She
0: is a New York Times columnist visiting her hometown. He runs a local grocery store.
2: Cause you're <laughs> ready, ready, ready.
1: <laughs> We got something cooking here. Yeah. It's the Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast! Hang on a second, Bryce. Somebody on line two wants to share a story. Go ahead.
2: Okay. So, um, about two weeks ago, I moved down the hallway from one apartment, from a one-bedroom apartment, to a two-bedroom apartment. So, la-di-da, I moved down the hallway, I'm in the two-bedroom. It's like a better feature on the door, and they have one of those, like, locks that um, that go above the lock, like, for extra safety.
1: Yeah, like the, the one, it's like the horseshoe-shaped one that you get on a hotel room door.
2: My one-bedroom didn't have that. Almost every single morning, I am just rattling around the house, no idea what's going on, just struggling every single morning, kind of out the door in a hurry. My web bedroom, I always open the door, run out the door, always forget to lock it. This particular morning, I wake up, I'm scrambling around as usual, I go, I open my door, and I rip the whole panel off where the lock is so i open the door with the other lock on in a brand new apartment and the whole thing tears the f off i was like no way didn't even lock my door italian it's still dangling there
1: did you stop for a fleeting moment and go am i the strongest person in the world
2: uh to be honest no <laughs> uh
1: did i ever tell the story about the time that i went into a public washroom and I put my hand on top the stall door to open it and I tore the stall door right off the hinges and there was a guy sitting on the toilet.
2: What did the guy do?
1: (laughs) It was the worst day of my life and I'm still haunted by it. And it was, you know what, I'm going to say where it happened. It happened in one of the washrooms at uh, Old McDonald's Campground (laughs) <laughs> Which is, And I was camping there with my friends and my family, and I went in there. It was a beautiful Saturday morning, and that happened. That poor guy. I still remember. <laughs> I think he was wearing a Saskatchewan Rough Riders t-shirt. I re- like vividly recall this guy just looking wow, at me. That would be
2: why he was on
1: the toilet, Garner. Oh,
2: man. <laughs> hey, what's your what's your first name? My name is
1: Nora. Uh, okay, Nora, thank you. Yeah, the guy looked at me. He was just dead in the eyes. Too. Jesus Cool. I think I did tell that story once before. I
0: think you have. I forgot about it, and I uh, don't know how because <laughs> it's. I can't believe. I would. I would be haunted by that for the rest of my life. He can probably
1: never use a public washroom again, and no, it's all your fault <laughs> because some guy was full of rage until to- I didn't. I put my hand up there to open stall doors because it's the part that nobody ever touches. So I put my hand up there and just ripped the thing off. (laughs) It must have just been like... You think about like a, a Boeing jet. The airframe only has so many hours on it before they have to just sort of park that thing in the desert. The hinges probably had way too many hours on them. And that was the one pole that just tore the whole door off. The reason that I mentioned where it happened is that I'm hoping... That maybe that guy told the story to somebody when he got back to his campsite. And you can relay the fact that it's me, the guy on the radio, that did that to you. And you I'm events. haunted by it. I feel so bad for that guy. I I just picture the exact moment where you're
0: holding the door confused. Mm-hmm. He's looking at you confused. You lock eyes. A few moments
1: of silence, you then place the door on the ground and walk out quietly. I lean it against the stall. Like, I just lean it there, and I walk away. No words were exchanged, nothing. It was just absolute silence. I just think of the moments that followed from his perspective.
0: He's Mm -hmm. now sitting in this bathroom alone, no door on the stall. He's got to finish up what he's doing.
1: Yeah, he's he's got to put that baby to bed. and. (laughs) There's people coming and going, the sun is high in the sky, it's a beautiful morning, there's traffic. Oh my god, he goes back to his, shaking like a leaf. Yeah, well I wonder if he, so I wasn't even able to talk about it for probably three hours. It was three or four hours later before I confessed to my friends what had happened. So I wonder if he felt the same way. I wouldn't enjoy, if I were you, I wouldn't enjoy the rest
0: of my stay there because I'd be worried I'm going to run into him at some point. We left that afternoon. You'd have to. Yeah, there Even was no other choice. If it wasn't scheduled, you'd have to leave. Oh. Thanks for listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Same music by Garner Andrews. Guests
2: of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mm, mystery candy.